0: Mm -hmm. all right cool hi guys and welcome back to let them know podcast um this podcast is about friendships community and all things in our Melbourne scene hi my name is Anne Deng and I'm your host for this new series so I've asked some amazing friends of mine to just join me we'll be chatting we'll be talking about you know businesses traveling whatever (laughs) because i love the coolest friends like in the world you guys i am so blessed um so today's guest she is a baddie hello hello you guys may know her as foxy
1: brown the one and only come on aka (laughs) trinity why don't you introduce yourself i'm trinity foxy brown foxy studios you know um i'm from atlanta but I'm also from St. Kilda. So, you know, I got a little bit of both of me. Yeah. Um, She's Australian, guys. I'm yeah. taking <laughs> her. Hey, hey, can say, I got two homes. I got two passports. Come yeah. on. <laughs> but um, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a model. I'm a creative. I got my own barbecue sauce line. And yeah. I also have... Really cool friends. We're all creatives. We're all making it happen. We're putting over on the map, and I'm really happy to be
0: Let's here. Let's fucking go. Bitch, that was a wrap. Just yeah. said yeah, 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 Thank yeah, love. I love that. Thank you so very much for oh, coming. Thank you for having me. Um, we've actually tried to reschedule this a few times, but in the end, it's worked out, mm. I think, for the best. Mm. The sun is shining. This girl looks beautiful. Tadise is sitting. Tadise. look <laughs> at the nails, guys. Hello, the nail doll. per
1: the only girl Her. that gets see like
0: Atlanta. Focus, <laughs> <laughs> <Like this> bitch. <laughs> I love, I love, I love. So basically, you guys know how the drill goes. We're going to start with some icebreaker questions. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, we're just going to get to know you a little bit. This is literally like Googled. Mm-hmm. Some of mine, like mm-hmm. my, my own
1: little spicy ones in there
0: as well. <laughs> the but yeah, seat. um, first question. If you were to be left on a deserted island um with either your worst enemy or no one, oh. which would you choose and why Do you really
1: my worst think? enemy yeah yeah because you know worst case mm. i can eat that bitch but in the best case yeah. we're gonna talk shit because i feel like my worst enemy used mm. to be my friend her do you know what I mean? Right, and I feel so nice. there's something in the that dish that like, I can kiki with. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, so I yeah. think like if you were on an island and mm. at the end of the day, even if it's your worst enemy, maybe there's like something about their mind that you guys can like get out of the situation. Okay. Here. Or worst case, you just eat her. Just eat them. Eat them. <laughs> or them.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Sure. I love that. I love
1: that tidbit. Uh but you guys Also I do special effects. If
0: you didn't know I'm so
1: crazy. that's all it's so. That's cool, why it's no. like I think I just so That's why I'm so weird
0: She's not weird She's unique <laughs> I think I will have no
1: one Really?
0: Yeah, if I can't stand you I would rather die That doesn't Do I know? just I'm feel like, like I'm that petty Like <laughs> I'm that No, bitch I don't, I don't want to eat you You.
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> I need a snack
1: I cannot be on an island Without a snack And I don't know if Fishing's for me Mmm
0: yeah. I don't know. Coconuts, I don't know, drink that shit. It's like coconuts. Girl, I know how to
1: barbecue. Yeah, period. <laughs> that's enough. it. I can just throw somebody on a fire and that's about it. <laughs> she knows
0: when it's ready. Why she's <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, it's it so hot? Maybe no, is it just me?
1: I feel like it's the laughter plus it actually is warm today. Mm. This is the first time in like a few days where summer has actually shown it's itself. Summer, or hey. fake summer. The world's it's editing. so sad. It's tragic. Like, no, it's just Melbourne. Though, like, why is it? But apparently, the UV was like fourteen in Sydney. Um, you know, like that's death. <laughs> we would melt. Just puddles of chocolate. I'm so sick of like
0: rain, 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 rain. Sunny, rain, 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 rain sunny. Yeah, like, I just yeah. feel
1: like the sun doesn't come out for long enough. The rain just continues to yeah. stay, and the sun is a good day.
0: But, anyways, we move sidetrack. Yeah. <laughs> That was it. No, um, so we want to know What's the best advice You've ever been given Let's say this year Because I feel like ever is too broad oh my God, yeah, Or right. ever actually What do
1: you want Oh my gosh the best advice I've ever been given mm. Mm. I feel like the best advice I don't know I always try and live by having your own back And I think that can mean like a lot of different things Mm -hmm. because I think whatever situation you're in, even if it's like a situation where you think that you've wronged, like you've messed up, you can have your own back by being real with yourself. Or if there's a situation where you're feeling like I'm so ugly or I'm so this, this and that, you can look in the mirror and be like, what are the facts about me? And then that way you can have your own back by pushing yourself to be better. And Mm -hmm. that's also why like, that's a big, um, the word that I'm trying to think? A big message that I try and push with my makeup where, like, I want my classes to make sure that you can have your own back. Yeah. I just feel like as people of color, yeah, um, especially as women of color, just yeah. uh, black people, we live in a world where we have to have our own back to succeed. So I think when you get in those situations where, you know maybe you're not getting the same attention, especially living in a society that's predominantly white. Mm, Sometimes you're them. faced with things where you're like doubting yourself. Yeah. And it's because maybe this society just isn't marketed for you. Period. But you have to have your own back, like having your own businesses, mm-hmm. like having your friends that you connect with to create because who the fuck is going to like bring you up then? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you got to have your That's own back, literally bitch.
0: the best advice ever. And <laughs> not this yeah in life. Like, that is so true. And I, I really resonate with that, where it's like, no one else is going to do shit for you. I always yeah. tell this to myself. No one's going to get you out of bed, yeah. make your own clothes. Like, no one's going to do anything for you. So you have to do it yourself. Yeah. At the end of the day, as black women, they don't like no, you. No, they don't like they you. Like and especially
1: in Australia, like, it's really hard to get places. Mm. And they make it feel like, make you feel like you have to work so much harder to feel pretty to be seen to be mm-hmm. alert to be chosen
0: yeah
1: i mean i think it's really hard it's really easy to mm-hmm. get in your head about that but instead of that it's like okay what can i do to you know what i'm gonna make the business i'm gonna make the photo shoot i'm gonna make the set yeah. because i have to have my own back and you know that the talent you have
0: exactly. you know exactly they want our culture yeah want studies, you know they, they don't want to the want us, for me. like guys been saying this but that's that's really good advice. Taking that all the way to 2023, no. nigga. For life. Stand up. Um, So this next part is called spill it or drink it. <laughs> We're going to ask you some questions, you okay. know. You're going to spill it or mm. I'll take a drink. Mm-hmm. All right, baby? So when was the last time you
1: lied and what was it? Oh, my gosh. Mm. The last time I lied? I'm gonna take a sip because I <laughs> so it was five
0: minutes ago. <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip. Okay, fair enough. Let's let's just In case. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so now I've already <laughs> No. Just in case. Guys, now that we're in um Christmas season, holiday season. Have you actually ever like re-gifted a gift? Oh, oh my god, definitely. I'm a big yes. Yeah,
1: like, I think definitely. And I'm sorry, but- <laughs> yeah. Especially because a lot of me and my girls are in makeup, mm. and my mom. Like I feel like we just get given free shit sometimes, mm-hmm. babes. If I'm not using it, that is the best thing to have in your house yeah. is gratis. Yeah, to give off a gift, I. And I feel like if my if my girl has given it to me like that, and I know it's special, I would never. But if it's something like this random thing yeah, that they don't course, want in their kids, then it I feel matter. like it's
0: all like don't be a disgusting, bitch, and have something that you've worn or you, yeah, you yeah. That's, that's just you're lazy and you're broke. <laughs> like come on, Stella, that's dusty. But okay. if it's like it's a gift or like something you haven't used or opened yet, and it's just mm. been sitting there for a while, and like you think someone would like that re it I'm sorry. and also
1: like they are just cute things like that, that that's gonna make someone's day feel better exactly. rather than it just like sitting in your house and like exactly getting you know? dust or whatever yeah day. like my dog will eat that yeah
0: <laughs> no that's great um so tell us the story of your
1: first kiss oh, we want to announce the tea my first kiss yeah oh my gosh okay I was actually in Australia oh my first like proper proper kiss. I feel like I had like little kisses when I was like I kissed my boyfriend's cheek in fifth grade and elementary school at camp at Blue Ridge Mountain in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And that was like the first time I ever kissed someone's cheek and I thought it was the shit. I thought I was running that school. (laughs) You couldn't tell me I wasn't Regina. But (laughs) (laughs) my first like proper kiss I guess was I was twelve and it was or no Maybe thirteen, mm. and it was like right when I first moved here, and it was like with this random little white boy, yeah, who was like a year younger than me. But like, I had just like a crush on me, and me and my friends, they kept, they were like Trinity, just like kiss him, just kiss him, and you know when you're like in I guess elementary school and people are just surrounding you and talking when, shit. Just
0: for the Australians out there, elementary is like
1: high oh school, yeah, pretty like, much, right? Y- no, that's no. like primary school but like the it's weird because elementary school when you are in the states like goes until you're like 12 whereas like mm-hmm. you guys have primary school go until you're like 13 or yeah, like yeah, thirteen yeah. turning. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I sure. when i like came here i was in like a completely different year that i was supposed to be in right and then like at the school i was at they had like shared year level classes really so it was like year six and year five were in the same class. Uh, some schools do do that actually. And he was in the, and like they fun. they were all just like in one group. Mm-hmm. And we were all hanging out one day and they were like, oh my God, just do it, just do it. And I like went to this tree and they were all talking shit and said I wouldn't do it. And I was like, I'll do it. I do it. Fucking do it. And then it was honestly the worst kiss of my entire life. And I hated oh. it so much to this day. Mm. Um, I also don't get with white boys anymore but was it because of him 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 and one other i've literally only been with two white boys oh i can't do that it's not my fantasy yeah but you know they're really pretty some of them yeah channing tatum yeah could choke my shit up but
0: (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) i feel that i
1: feel that but you know the rest i don't know
0: no that was What? what did he like Eat your face off or something. Yeah, so his lips are really small,
1: so I felt like he was biting me, and I kept feeling his like his (laughs) teeth on my lips, Mm. like that's yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is like crazy. Like, Mm. does this not come naturally for you? No, it was really hard for me. But yeah, no, it was. But I guess I mean we were literally so young, but it was just one of those moments where like it was just like a movie, like really cringe, really slow. His Never teeth, like our heard. teeth, touched. <laughs> I can but feel it. was it. Your first kiss, you know. Yeah. That? Anyway, I can't do that again. I feel yeah. like that's a pet peeve of mine. If you can't kiss, I feel like why did you start this conversation? Yeah. Surely you know.
0: They just wanted to get his mouth. But I mean, that's
1: that time was different. I just mean the people that I've kissed now in my adult life mm-hmm. that have been mm-hmm. average.
0: So who has been your best, your best kiss so far in your lifetime? Lifetime.
1: The best kiss I've ever had. Mm. Do we have to say their name, or do I no. like what do I say? Like
0: you can say it was when you were, you know, sixteen. 17. Okay,
1: okay. The best kiss I think that I've ever had. Yeah, would be like between like eighteen and I had a really good kiss when I was in Paris too. Paris. Mm.
0: Well, I was in a relationship for three years, Yeah. so it got good once you practice. Yeah, practice, that's why I was you know like, you want, <laughs> I was
1: "It's good." What to say? Because the first one was like my boyfriend for a minute, mm. and yeah, I feel like you know people, and I then know. also, wait, wait, right now,
0: her, her. So. <laughs> great, baby. Let's move on. So, for those of you who don't know, Miss Trinity does some, like, modeling as well. She's, like, a quadruple, fifth triple fifth threat. <laughs> Is that even a word? You know. Like, she just does it all. And, you know, I always get DMs from cuties from melbourne mm. and be like oh i want to start modeling like how did yeah. you start and for me i literally it was just instagram yeah when instagram started popping i was just taking photos yeah. and in my head that wasn't modeling but yeah. it was fun so yeah. just pose and da da yeah I just
1: feel cute yeah mm.
0: and then eventually you know for the brand deals the agencies mm. so i just feel like over time it just happened for me how did that play out for you
1: well it's like weird when I was like living in Atlanta because my mom has her own like makeup line mm. um that she's been like working on for a that, few years. Wait,
0: sorry, baby. Her mom is a fucking MILF.
1: <laughs> mom We OG basic. If you think I'm you. fine you haven't met my mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. That's I'm sorry. Like sisters. <laughs> sister, I'm out, you know, <laughs> not
1: amazing, um, but yeah, so when I was younger, my mom actually had me into a lot of modeling, like, in yeah. Atlanta, yeah. and I feel like Atlanta is, like, such a melting pot for, like, photographers as well, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, creative, so it was easier for me as a kid, like, my mom, um, kind of pushed me into a lot of that stuff, and then when I first moved here, um, we, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's, like, Tanya Powell, like, modeling or whatever, <laughs> yeah. my mom, like, got That's me cool. into that, <laughs> and like pushed me in that and then um i stopped i think for like a year and a half and then on my instagram i just started like like you said like i started posting pics and like i've always felt i guess like comfortable in the camera and in my head i guess being so cocky not even intending it i just thought i was the shit
0: you are the shit baby girl like (laughs) don't it's not cockiness i feel like as women anyways you're growing up you're told you're a princess. You're beautiful. Yeah. I, did I believe it? And I am. Like it's just facts. It's facts. I'm sorry. It's, and don't be mad that I'm and, like, like and I, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Respectfully, <laughs> but no, it's not cockiness. That's
1: great, thing. So I think, yeah, like that gave me the confidence to pose and just feel like I'm gonna switch it up. Mm. And I think because I've always had my mom as my inspiration. Like I saw her like her our house was the house to pregame before they went out to the club yeah so i saw her in different wigs and different outfits and different makeup and that's what my inspo is like if y'all know me that's what i do yeah so now i go home and i'm like how can i feel hot and just have fun and recreate you know horror looks or recreate just like a moment of vision a bombshell and make it my own and then I just started posting it. And then, yeah, like...
0: Bitch, the recent... Check out Instagram, guys. That recent one. I... Oh, Trinity. I've I been trying, this. Yes! I've been putting my foot in my shit. No, you... Putting ate, my foot in Hey, bitch, I wanted more. I said yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. So, Let's you know... It, it was, like, the long wig and, like, the white... Oh! The lace, mommy, you know. Yeah.
1: So, I'm just trying to
0: have my own back yeah i love that um and i know you speak about your mom Mm. and like you guys seem very close Mm. how is that relationship like yeah it's just been you guys and like is there like a age gap like Mm. is she younger i mean not younger than you yeah, but exactly. is she, like... I age, sorry. So
1: my mom had me when she was, like, 26. So I guess she was, like, a younger mom. Mm. Um, but I think my dad is, like, he traveled a lot when we were living in the States. <clears> throat> and throat> he's the reason that we, like, live here now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so my dad's been traveling since I was, like, 10. Yeah. And so it's literally felt like it was just me and mom for, like, so long. Yeah. Um, and we have just always had such a tight, like... Solid relationship, and then when we moved here, I think it was so important for us to just feel close and feel at home. And there were so many things that we realized just even buying hair products, seeing our makeup, where we felt like we were struggling to feel seen Mm. and feel like we had community. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, and then my parents like split up in the time frame that we have been here, and so that has made me and my mom even more close. I think I've taken on the role to not only be like a daughter but like a partner for her that she yeah. feels like she can like you know lean on yeah. and rely on in different ways like emotionally or yeah whatever so okay. i really feel grateful for my mom because i think i've realized as well though that i have a relationship with her that people don't feel like they have with their moms yeah, like we sure. can be really real with each other mm-hmm. we really talk our shit she comes out to the club like that's my girl no
0: <laughs> and you know like if you're a lot of my listeners are from Australia, but I do have some Americans out there. Yeah. Um A little Hi, What's Most of, my, like, mother-daughter relationships, especially, like, black, black women, and I'm, I'm just saying this from what, what I've seen, mm. similarly, that oh, word yeah. is the worst. <laughs> Same to you, yeah. it's like, me and my mom, um, really close, she yeah. had me at 16, Yeah. so there's... There's that sense of like sisterhood almost. Yeah. Like, we were really like partners. Yeah. I was helping her with her tape when we first came. To yeah. The like, yeah. She was my girl, and mm. we go out. We go to the clubs. We drink like mm. this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I find it so sad that a lot of black black girls or black women, especially pseudo girls, mm. you're not having that same
1: yeah relationship. Yeah. You know? And I.
0: I guess you can say, like, yeah, it's the age thing because mm. they come from a whole different generation mm. and whatever, mm. and it's a whole different culture. So yeah. we grew up in this country, or, like... I don't know, it's just... I, I know, think our, kind of like, community
1: out. as well, like, the black community is so... Like, we're so family-oriented, but we're not, like, talk-about-our-problems-oriented. Yeah, yeah. and I we're think We're not, like, that's mental really... health-oriented. Yeah. Yeah, that's you what know?
0: I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get to. And it's, like... Me and my mum always have these conversations where it's like, you see all these fights on the news mm. or whatever or mm. online or just at the club when you're out. Like, mm. there's always something gone to happen. And mm. It's actually so disappointing. And it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think I'm just rambling.
1: I don't know. Um, I just think, like, in Australia, like, it's... You really have to build your own life for yourself, and I think if you don't feel like you have some sort of connection, it but can it's feel so really sad, hard. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like that's what the community is there for. But it's like everyone screams community, community. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not really seeing it from like, my. Yeah. Opinion, if that, if yeah. That makes sense. You know I think I mean? it's a
1: lot easier for people to be there and say that they love them without mm. like being. Like, seeing reality, though. Mm. I think our community, because we have so much pain in it, we don't have, like, a lot of time to, like, stop and be like, hey, how are you really feeling? Because if we do, like, a lot of us may crumble, or we feel like there's too much shit that we have to talk about. But I think we have the luxury of having a relationship with our moms where we can be like, I feel like shit today, and I'm really sad. Whereas I think sometimes people in our community hug their mom Mm. and say, I love you. Mm. But it's not like I'm not okay today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're kind
0: of just whole, like... Yeah, I just think it's really sad. Hey, I really want... I want to see change. And I, yeah. and I speak to a lot of my aunties where it's like, guys, you need to also come to your kids and be like, hey, yeah. what's going on? What's, what's really going on? Yeah. Think, because most of the time they're not going to tell you because, you know, you're busy working or, like, mm. they've got to look after their siblings and et cetera, et cetera. I just think... We need
1: to come together, guys. (laughs) And when my, like, I know when my parents, like, first started, like, splitting up and stuff and I was, like, really trying to be there for my mom, like, Mm -hmm. we had a lot of conversations where I think it was hard for her to rely on me Mm -hmm. in any way, like, to lean on me. Um, And I think it's important for, like people in our community and parents in our community to feel like they can lean on their kids too in yeah, sure. situations like this. Cause like we all are like going through the same societal struggles, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, We're all exactly. like struggling and yeah. it, or if there's a situation where the family is struggling, there's nothing wrong with us all leaning on each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that like my mom and I taught each other and I feel really grateful for the fact that like, you know, I can call her and weep and then I can call her and be like, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I love that for you. It's great. No, that's awesome. Um, let's move on a little bit. So, talk to us. Um, you know, for your love for makeup and how yeah. that started, that journey, mm-hmm. and like. Foxy Brown Studios. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess, like, my mom is a makeup artist. Sorry, I bring her up a lot, but she's my inspo. Yeah. Um, But she was a makeup artist my whole life. I grew up going to Sephora every weekend because my mom opened up a bunch of different them, a bunch of different stores in Atlanta and around the States. So when I was... It was on Saturdays, I would beg my dad to take me to Sephora, and I would literally sit and ask the my mom's like employees to beat my face while my mom while we waited for her to go on lunch that so <laughs> and when they would beat my face I would watch everything what they were doing on themselves like what they were wearing and then what they were doing on me mm-hmm. and because my mom worked at all these different stores we had a closet under our stairs in my house in Atlanta yeah. and it was tubs and tubs and tubs of boxes of free makeup so I would go home and I would literally look through, like, people don't even know it now, but Urban Decay used to have these, like, metal pigment pots of the most, like... Oh, that's so funny. Okay, I'm we're so funny. back. Hi, we're guys. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um... That's me. What was I talking about?
0: Yeah, Urban Decay. Yes. Up. Okay,
1: yes. Mm. So I think, yeah, a lot of people don't know, but Urban Decay used to have, like, these little metal, like, aluminum pots that had, like, the most gorgeous pigments ever. Yeah. And I saw all these, like, brands when they, I guess, were starting out and they are now, like, huge. But at the time, they just had, like, cool eyeliners, cool glosses, cool pigments. And I would go upstairs in my bathroom and play all day. Um that was where it started for me. That's yeah. what I, I've taught myself every single day, I guess, doing makeup. I love that. And then every time I had sleepovers with my friends, I would do their makeup at it. And then when high school came, I was the one who did makeup for people formal. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as we finished high school, I was like, I always knew I was going to work at a makeup store, whether it was Sephora. My mom brought Sephora to Australia Mm. and I wasn't sure whether or not I was like, am I going to try Sephora? But I was like, I'm going to try having my own brand, like having freelancing and I'll like do this for a little while and like see what happens. So I made my account. I started posting just, and then I think because COVID came, I was like, I'm going to try special effects. And I was looking at like at home videos of how to just do special effects and taught myself that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I started working at Morphe. I worked at Mac. And, yeah, it's just been trying to... I got my classes out. I love it. yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> here we are. And
0: that's amazing. So how... From, wait, when did Foxy Studios open, like,
1: launch? 2018, I think. Or oh. January 2019.
0: So you've had her for a little. Yeah, She's a little, a little baby. She's a little baby. And for those who don't know, like you did mention you have like classes and like sessions yeah, as well yeah is that every
1: week or is that one yeah that so while? the classes like i did do them with organizations where it's like a bigger class where like a bunch of people could come to the class but i wanted because i felt like Uh, You know, a lot of my people in the queer community and then just also in the POC community were Mm -hmm. like struggling to feel like they could go into normal makeup institutions and get questions about themselves or knowledge about products or just how to use things. Um, And I wanted to feel like they could have a weekly conversation or session where they can learn, they can get products. Um, And not only are they learning about makeup, but they're learning about their skin and about themselves. They can have, like, a real vulnerable moment. So I started doing classes. I'll do classes, like, at my house from, like, one to four people because I can, like, still, like, give everybody my attention. Depending on the class, you get, like, goodie bags. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, like, it's really important for me that my people um queer people of color and poc people feel seen feel heard feel confident Mm -hmm. and that's like all i want to do i want to create i want to transform i just like love my like work and i love my people like so Mm -hmm. much and like that's all that matters to me to be honest
0: amazing so (laughs) like i said before a lot of our listeners are from melbourne Mm -hmm. so if they wanted to like check out your stuff Mm -hmm. where would they go
1: to do that so you can look me up on instagram at foxy studios like f-o-x-x-y-s-s yeah. <laughs> or um my website foxystudios.com mm-hmm. um or my other insta foxy brown f-o-x-x-y Amazing. <laughs> so yeah Dexterous. follow me follow yeah. me follow me hit me up let's talk about makeup let's talk about your skin mm-hmm. um i am here for you to feel confident and comfortable so
0: hi guys definitely check that out like i said it'll be in the link below thank you um so next question for you my love what inspires you to make your art
1: um honestly i think i love art so much like I am a very creative person, so I think if I'm not watching a horror movie that I'm getting inspired by, I'm on my phone looking at a makeup look or Mm -hmm. I'm on my laptop researching a different hairstyle I should try or researching. um, I'm like... In my book, I'm drawing sketches. I'm designing. So I think the way that I operate, mm. um, the way I, I like express myself, is through my clothing, my outfits, yeah. my face, my makeup, yeah. who I decide I'm transforming into, um, and then also like my excitement, like those things that I feel like passion for, like my weird, quirky things, like my horror movie ick. Yeah. You know, I love that gory side of me. I think it create it ends up like colliding like making me into a person if that makes sense um and so i think when i make i don't feel like myself when i'm not making my art. i think what were we talking about um
0: oh no inspires your out
1: oh um what was the last part i was saying oh i I feel like i don't feel like myself if i'm not creating Mm. um I very much like grew up like the way that I made like my fun for myself as a kid was like to create by myself. So I think like when I'm sitting at home, like say I wake up in the morning, I have like a thousand things that I feel like I need to get done in that day. And all of that is creative. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, that's just because I will feel like anxious if I don't get it done, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think I want people to see my art. Yeah. I think that's how you can see me, how you learn me. Of course, of course. Um, So yeah. I fucking love it. I love, <laughs> I love it. Like, <laughs> and like you said, like, it literally... How
0: you create and how you express yourself, it's mm-hmm. made you who you are. And the things that you saw growing up and you saw your yeah. mom, like you've learned from her, yeah. it's like, literally, like like you said, made yeah. you who you are today. Yeah. It's just, now you're just more honing that and, like, figuring out which direction you're taking i guess or like how to make it
1: well even like when better and greater yeah 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 just like um i want to try and like elevate off of what my mom was already doing you know Mm -hmm. and even just like with my barbecue sauces and stuff like that like that allows me to show the way that my grandparents raised me and Mm -hmm. I think I love that my work is to show my life, mm-hmm. my culture, mm-hmm. and you really get to see like the things that make me myself. So I think, um, yeah, and every little piece that I do, I try and reckon- or show acknowledgement towards my family, towards yeah. my inspo, towards like you will see in this either Hara, you'll see the South, you'll see beauty, a bombshell, like some shit you'll see in it, and it'll say me,
0: yeah, um, and that's too. what
1: I like. Like bitches, no foxy,
0: her. And if you don't, now you know. Girl. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> um, no, I love that. Now just quickly, um, like I said, Miss Girl does everything, and I really want to dive into like your cooking and yeah. how that started for you because Trinity can cook. You guys, she is my wife. Babe, hey, that vibes, bro,
1: bro. I throw now. I you know I, I, mac I...
0: and cheese. Bro, are you mad? Like that shit gets dummy. So, so like, to
1: us. I guess like being from the south. Mm. You know, my grandparents. Like, um, I grew up in Atlanta, but my grandparents are all from Alabama. Yeah. So they grew up on a farm in like country town, Alabama. Like my nanny eats fried rabbit. But <laughs> <laughs> have heard that one. You oh, know. Yeah. So. I guess I grew up like all our birthdays, every long weekend, every Christmas. If we, we were always at my Nana's and my Nana was cooking. My Papa was always on the, the one on the grill. Nana was in the kitchen frying shit. Mm -hmm, And Papa was the one who taught me how to make ribs or who I watched make ribs. He was the only one that would make it. He would make his little sauce for it. And I guess when we moved here, a big thing in Southern culture, like, even in Atlanta, you'll go to this big park called Piedmont Park. Mm. And people will just, like, they'll have little stations that have grills and shit. And people will just grill up, put ribs on, put brisket Um. Yeah, so I guess he... Like, I watched him make, um like, the ribs and everything. And I guess when we... Oh, yes. Sorry. I was saying Piedmont Park In Piedmont Park. There'll be like a lots of like black families that get together Mm. and then they'll just have like a huge barbecue. And I was really missing that sense of community. And then also just being at my Nana's house whenever we get home, she always has a huge barbecue like the next day because it's like the family's back. And I was missing that feeling of just like a sunny day. And so when I guess sometime in high school, I just was like, I'm going to start having my own barbecues. Period. Um, And I've always felt comfortable in the kitchen. Um, like I said, I'm an only child, so I was at home by myself from a young age. My parents taught me how to fry and cook from, like, nine. Yeah, I was frying food and shit. And so I've been practicing, like, just making stupid shit in the kitchen since oh, I was okay. young. Yeah, And then when I started barbecuing, I was like, hey, this
0: maybe this so is funny. something I can, like, yeah.
1: actually, like get better at and it was when i was getting excited by like cooking for people that i was like oh i'm gonna start watching more cooking videos and then i think from that that like pushed my skill to get better i started to learn how to cook better and then also just from practicing um and then i just started having bigger and bigger barbecues and when i was making such big racks of ribs Mm -hmm. i would like buy barbecue like plain barbecue sauce and season it myself and then i was like what if i just try making my own barbecue sauce like it can't be that hard to make barbecue sauce and yeah, I made my first flavor. Yeah. And I put it on the ribs and I made it for this big barbecue that we had. And everyone loved it. And I also made my own like dry rub blend. Mm-hmm. And everyone fucking loved it and went crazy. And then I was like, I'm gonna try and make three flavors. I liked the flavors. I decided I wanted it to be somewhat horror-themed because, you know, my big love for it. Yeah. I wanted to call it slasher sauce because slasher slasher movies are, like, my favorite genre. Yeah. And, yeah, I made labels, made my website. And then I talked to my friend Matisse. I was like, I really want an event. Like, I need to find an event. She's like, I got you. Mm -hmm. I'll put together a pop-up for you. My wife, my life. And, yeah, I had my first pop-up last month. It. You know, oh, that it was amazing. It yeah. was so fucking cool. I've never cooked for that many people before. I can't believe my food, my face, my brand was in a restaurant. That's amazing. Um, and I'm taking over the world, babe. That's it. So then, hopefully, slash the Sauce will be in stores near you soon. Let's go, guys. Oh I'm God. here for it. I'm fucking here for it. No, no, that's actually amazing. Yeah, and like, you. what? You're
0: Two. 22. 22.
1: 22. 2 Freshly 22, you know. 2,000 babies. Yeah, up. you know, we're yeah. young. We're yeah. young. Yeah. It is like... <laughs> we out here. We we're,
0: out like here? I said, what?
1: Putting Melbourne on the map. Per. Every, like, and, and everyone that's on this podcast. Shout out you. Melbourne, Melbourne. on the map.
0: That's amazing, babe. Um, <laughs> okay. Now, we've had to change cameras because... My shit don't have storage.
1: <laughs> you know, we're, it's um, being a daddy, there's too many pics that have to many. be
0: taken. And this one wants to die at this
1: point.
0: It's okay. Let's charge it. Hey, hey. You guys, this is our last part of the pod, and we already know what it is. Mm-hmm. TS, aka Sticky Situations, um, I'll be reading out a dilemma, and we'll get Miss T to, you know, basically mm. tell us what she would do in this situation, and yeah, you ready, baby? I'm
1: ready, I'm excited, I'm awesome. like, oh, good night.
0: So, like <laughs> I always say, this is just our POV, I'm not saying do it, I'm mm. not saying it's the right way. I'm just saying it's my way. It's just fun. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, the title of this one is My Mother is Really Scaring Me. Okay? I'm 17 and recently started living with my mother again. She is an addict. She's smoking pot and drinking again after around seven years. Some guy has reconnected with her and is enabling her. She has been drunk every day. I come home from school and... um. Has been getting really angry with both me and my sister. She even hit my sister recently. CPS has yet to come through, they were supposed to, and I'm seeking advice on what to do. I've already briefly spoken with a teacher and a counselor, but I do not want to tell my dad or any nearby family for fear of what my mom might do. My mom. My mom. <laughs> This is um, from Reddit, so it's an American one. Yeah. So, she hates when anybody critiques her on whatever she does. She gets really aggressive. What do I do? Do I tell my grandma, who lives out of state, or what?
1: Well, okay. If it was me,
0: Mm.
1: if it's a situation where you're really, like, feeling unsafe, I think if you can tell your grandma and, like... Um, but if you can't be with family and it's going to be a sticky situation with like your mom, maybe getting like aggressive, then I think If there's a situation where you can have someone with you, Mm. um, when you're trying to have this conversation, because sometimes people act different when there's someone in the room anyway, or just, if you do want to get out of the situation, you're like, I just need to leave. Having somebody else there can be your defense to just be like, I'm going to go and at least stay at a friend's house that you feel safe with just somewhere where you feel like you can safely exist is the most important thing, you know?
0: For sure. Um, and you're 17. I'm not sure when you turn 18. But, like, you said you didn't want to tell your dad about the situation. I'm not sure the relationship there. But if you feel, like Trinity was saying, unsafe, unsafe for yourself and your sister, I think it's fair enough to just let him know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can stay with him for a little while or, like, go over to your yeah. grandma's. Um, yeah. If you've got any aunties and stuff as well, like, I think that's that's the best place to start. Or even friends, like friends are always Mm -hmm. family sometimes they can like influence you or like Mm -hmm. tell you to i don't know they'll just influence you in some sort of way if
1: you feel safe with your dad i think going with your dad is a better option than you know Mm -hmm. you ending up in a more unsafe situation you know if you're Mm -hmm. worried about how it may fall back on your mom and that might be the priority
0: she said that um she doesn't want to be seen as a bad mom but it's like
1: but you aren't feeling safe.
0: Exactly. So yeah. I think it's also just having that conversation with her where it's like addicts, they feel like sometimes you're attacking them, but mm-hmm. if it's on some, you try to give some understanding to her, like, hey, mom, this is why I'm leaving. I still love you. I know you love me, but we've just got to do better. Yeah. If you're better, yeah. we can come back to the situation. Yeah. Um. This is a really tricky one. It's very sensitive as well. So, yeah. I don't know. Like like we said, just find someone that you feel safe.
1: And I them. think, like, especially if you have, like, another sibling, mm. I don't know what the age difference is, but you, as long as, you know, you want to lean on each other as well, yeah. feel like you can just, like find a safe haven because being so young as well you don't want to be in a situation that can really end up like adding trauma in your life like so sure and i'm sure that if your mom does feel worried about being a bad mom she wouldn't want you to feel that either no you know?
0: definitely um we've got one more for you just quickly mm-hmm. this one is a bit of a romantic one and it says i started dating my girlfriend in high school and we've been together for almost three years now Eventually I started working at this place and three months later we got a new girl. We started talking quite a bit and just kept it from there. I feel a different type of way with every time I talk to her about my personal issues, okay? She always knows what to say. I've grown to kind of I've grown a kind of interest in her and I don't even know if she feels anything towards me. The flies are so red right now. Um, yeah. Then again, I don't know what to think because I'm still with my current girlfriend from high school. I don't know if I want to tell my coworker how I feel or should I forget about <laughs> it completely. Should I just call it off with my girlfriend? I have no clue. Please reply with some insight and message me directly for guidance. So So basically, if you don't get it, he has a girlfriend for three years, and he still has this girlfriend, but he works with this girl, and the conversation, I guess, is nice. It's something new. It's a shiny (laughs) thing, basically. It's a a toy. I'm hearing... I see something shiny, and it's the grass greener on the other side. Has your girlfriend done anything? No, literally. What's the reason that
1: you're not interested?
0: And how are you going to say... Oh, Should I
1: call
0: it quits? And <laughs> my nigga, three and the weeks.
1: way is, the way is, you decided to write this up with what? your whole chest. Wow, and sure, the, the girl doesn't I didn't even know kiss. this whole conversation's happening. He,
0: he's like, I don't even know this she's whole- into me. The
1: call oh yeah, so, so
0: you, you're willing to risk it all for a what if? That's you what haven't I'm even hearing. Kissed.
1: You haven't even been together. Guys, I I don't know, like. I don't think I can risk anything for someone I haven't, like, been with, been with. How do I know that we even have a connection?
0: But it's like, and I don't also, even know. And also, you've if been with this she...
1: person three years, and you have, n- you don't have enough care, love, and respect so for them. So three years was not- yeah, like, was if you was have was to that? have this conversation like this, you really shouldn't be in the relationship to begin with. Whether, whether or not this girl likes you to this co-worker, you should yeah, not be with anybody. out. That's you- I mean. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's like... You don't want a relationship, Bex. Yeah, it's it's not her. It's <laughs> me, sir. <laughs> you know, like, at the end of the day, you and Shorty from high school need to let it go because oh. that shit was three years ago. Yeah. That's tragic, though.
0: And it's crazy. Like, she's probably, she's like, all like, oh, like, my man's at work. Thinking i love <laughs> for years. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love him. And this nigga, <laughs> he's trying to risk it all. And he's probably talking sweet nothings in her ear. <sighs> I love you, baby. mm guys are
0: crazy if this Too is better. you as well like
1: if you were in this dilemma babes you should shouldn't be in a relationship mm. just like take a break mm. take a break
0: i don't know if Love I'm, yourself. I'm speaking cuz no nah, i'm not hurt but that's fucked to me that's that's some, that's some dirty fucked. shit
1: that's crazy and you no 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 but the thing is, is it's the fact that they have been together for 3 years mm if you don't feel some sort of guilt <laughs> or just care to be like, I should respect them enough to not even be with them. Cause
0: like you just started working here. That's, that's the key part. This is and it's new- like, like you said,
1: shiny. It's a shiny. That's shiny. Toy, and you're like Ooh. pink and plastic.
0: That's crazy. Um, no, sir, that's a red white. And I do not endorse it. Yeah. Not me. I don't even. Yeah. Don't I'm even. so sorry. No, amazing. Hand, Real quickly, before we end this episode, cause we're coming to an end. <laughs> Let us know, baby. What is one good thing that's happened this week?
1: This week? Mm. Um, one, let me think. Sorry. I'll I'm like, give me two seconds. I was on a radio show this week. Uh-huh. I got to talk about makeup and my love, my passions, Yeah. which was really cool. Um, what else did I get to do this week that made me really happy? I guess, like, I honestly, like, I pushed on a lot of stuff with my businesses, and that was, like, a really cool thing for me I to feel that. this week. I'm feeling very recognized yeah. just in this past week, which is really nice, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say maybe I'll collide it in the last, like, two, three weeks I have had this podcast, I've had um, a cooking magazine come up to me for, after my pop-up, yeah. and then I just had this radio show about my makeup, so I mean, I'm feeling really, really blessed. Yeah. I think like a big part of my success, for what I deem is successful for myself, is recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, I am feeling kind of seen at the moment and i've been feeling a little proud of myself You should, be. which like i it, be. usually it's hard for me to feel proud of myself and mm-hmm. i've been like you said i've been having a lot of fun with the wigs and shit and i've just been yeah i've been having a good
0: time I love that. i'm feeling I love loved you're, you're doing amazing and like i said just keep going keep pushing okay, thank you um ah! yeah, our last question guys we want to know what's one thing you're looking forward to
1: I am looking forward to, like, more opportunity. I'm looking forward to concepts coming to life. Like, Mm -hmm. I have... All this stuff that I've written down with my friends that I... Like, a little work that we have planned for the next, like, like few months going into the year. Yeah. And I'm honestly, like, so fucking excited to put out my, like, art this year. Amen. And I honestly think, like, 2023 is the year for a lot of me and my friends.
0: Amen.
1: I think things are really going to change. Yeah. And I'm really excited for it. Like, I'm really, really... I think this is the elevation year for where sure. I'm gonna be at Meg's house next year, bitch. I swear to God, I'm.
0: No, I'm here me, for the it. Twins. I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> fucking here
1: for it, baby. I feel it.
0: No, that's amazing. Um, thank you so much, my love, for joining thank you. me. I'm so happy to be here. So fucking episode. cool. No, thank you. Um, you guys, we gotta go. We gotta get it out of here. Uh, I've gotta try and figure out how to put this big video together and I'm gonna head out to just continue's first pop-up store opening Shiona! Fucking crazy
1: amazing Shiona. Black on Business Support Black
0: oh, Her. Hello. You know hello. the vibes, you know the vibes. Um yeah, And do you guys know the deal? Please like, share, comment and subscribe!
1: Look at all of Anne's amazing stuff,
0: please. Anna's her, killing it. Her, taking over the world. Come on. One day at a time. You know. Um, anyways, guys. Please comment, share, and subscribe. I already said that. And check <laughs> out Trinity's, like, everything. It'll be in the link down below. Her cooking, her makeup. Invest um, in me. All of that, baby. Bye. Bye.